We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more or gain, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Hey, welcome to the latest episode of the Live It Full podcast. I'm Richard. I'm your host in the studio today. And if you like what you're hearing, if this is your first time listening, leave us a five-star review. Share us with your friends and family on all the social media. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all those places that, well, you would normally find people on social media. Today, I was driving to work, and there's a lot of days on my drive that I listen to Spotify and most of the time I'm listening to motivational things or I'm linking to listening to Blinkist or I'm listening to audiobooks. But today I was listening to some music and I thought that uh, I would share something with you that, that I was thinking about. It, it ties in the faith and the finance and, and even family all together pretty well. The things that we talk about, because um, Caitlin and our journey to live it full, for those of you that haven't listened, if you have, you've heard me say it, but you know, we are, our, our life ethos, our meaning, our priorities in life, the things that we put first are faith, family, finance, and fitness, because we truly believe that when you do those things well, everything else will fall into place. But I was listening to Spotify and it was on a random, um, you know, station it had made for me. Um, and I heard a song that is a, it's a remake of an older bluegrass song. I believe I'm doing a little bit of research on it, but a band popped up, um, Spotify thought that I would probably like them, I guess. Um, the band is called uh, The Devil Makes Three. The album that this song is on is called Redemption and Ruin, and it may not be something I would have normally listened to. I don't know. Um, I went to look at it a little bit because it was interesting, and the first thing I saw it described at was uh, half the songs are dark gospel music. But I dug into it a little bit um, because it wasn't what you would consider traditional Christian or um gospel music by any means um it had a had a dark sound to it um little rock country but i liked it um but the song was actually um called i am the man thomas it was a remake um they didn't write it but it was one that's been done a long time ago um but i started listening to it i started thinking about it um but anyways let me tell you about the album a little bit because if y'all are like me uh, music's a big part of our life um it's interesting so the, the the album like i said it's by a band called the devil makes three it's called redemption and ruin and they wanted to have two distinct tones to it. Half gospel songs with a proclivity towards the darker end of the spectrum of religious music, redemption, and half the songs of vice, of ruin. Um, so it's different than what you would normally normally hear probably at church or uh, youth group. But I was listening to this song and it, it was really, it hit me for some reason this morning. You know, you have those moments where... Um, Sometimes just, you know, something that isn't, God speaks to you in a way that isn't directly the way that somebody else may take it. That makes sense. Um, You hear something and it makes sense that uh, somebody else might not pull that from it. But I was thinking about this because the, I guess the Stanley brothers uh, uh, sang this song first, but you know, it says, I am the man, Thomas. I am the man. Look at these nail scars here in my hands. They drove me up the hill, Thomas. I am the man. It's, it's Jesus talking to who we often refer to as doubting Thomas, which I hate that he got that moniker because of one moment of doubt. 
And, you know, 2000 years later, we're still calling them that because we all have doubts, right? We all have things that um, we don't believe or that we doubt to be true, but we don't get branded with the moniker for all time of, of a doubter. But he said that, you know, and the song, just it, it just goes through it. They crowned my head with thorns, Thomas. I am the man. They, they nailed me to a cross, Thomas. I am the man. They pierced me in the side, Thomas. I am the man. I died on the cross, Thomas. I am the man. They buried me in the tomb, Thomas. I am the man. In three days I rose, Thomas. I am the man. I mean, check it out. It's a, it's, I had never heard it before. I hadn't heard the old version. Hadn't heard this, this one um, from The Devil Makes Three. But I was sitting there and I was thinking about doubt. And there's a quote that I often go back to when I think about doubt. And it says that, I don't know that it's ever attributed to anybody, but it's out there. Um, Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever could. Doubt will kill more dreams than failure ever could. So I think back to, I look at the the disciples, Thomas and Peter and, and, and all of them. And those two play fairly prevalent in the, in the, in the gospels, especially around the resurrection and death of Christ. But these men saw Jesus. They followed him around for you know a couple years. They were in his ministry. They saw miracles. They saw him feed, say, 5,000 people with a loaf of bread and some fish. They saw him raise Lazarus from the dead. They saw him heal. They saw real life miracles with their own eyes. It wasn't gossip or hearsay or word that was passed on from one to another. They saw the miracles. They saw Jesus. They broke bread with him. They lived with him. They walked with him, and yet they had doubt. Not only did they have doubt, I mean, Peter denied Christ three times. We talked about that in a podcast a couple weeks ago, but around Easter. But Thomas doubted. Think about the faith that we have not having seen miracles. Not like that. We didn't get to hold Jesus' hands. We didn't get to fill the nail holes in his uh, theoretically probably wrist, but we, we didn't see his side be pierced. And yet we still try to have faith. We know, we believe that it's all true. Yet Thomas saw it and he doubted. But how often in life do we see things and we still doubt? I can guarantee you, you have more potential in your body, more talent, drive, you have a spark of our creator in you, but yet you still doubt yourselves. You've seen the miracles in your life. You've seen yourself overcome everything up until this point, but yet you still doubt what you're capable of. So when I think, man, how did Thomas, how did Thomas sit there and how did he doubt That it was Jesus. After he saw the miracles, he saw the things he did. How 
Did he doubt? The reality is he did. And it's the same way that we doubt ourselves. When you've seen the miracles, you've seen the miracle of life, you've seen everything, and you still doubt yourself. Have faith in yourself. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever could. Quit doubting yourself. That's all I've got for today. I hope you like the podcast. Seriously, leave us a leave us a five star review. Share us with your friends and family. Somebody needs to hear this message today about the love of Christ, doubt, and believing in yourself. Y'all continue. Live it full. You, you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full Podcast.